0: Alright, welcome back everybody to another episode of Nation Our Desire. In this episode, we're going to be covering 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. And uh, to my readers, we have uh, 18 verses. So, we're going to do uh, 9 and 9. How about that? Sounds good. Okay. 2
1: Corinthians, chapter 10. Now I, Paul, myself, beseech you by the meekness of, meekness and gentleness of Christ, who in presence am base among you, but being absent am bold toward you. Okay, hold it right there.
0: Read that one more time. Verse 1. Back off a little bit more on that mic. Now I,
1: Paul, myself, beseech you By the meekness and gentleness of
0: Christ Okay, so what it's saying here is that uh, The word for the Israelites Is meant to be meek and gentle You understand what I'm saying? Because the Lord loves us He wants us to know That even if I'm rebuking you in my word I want you to look at it as though I'm still loving you you understand what I'm saying? The word is is meant to be meek and gentle toward us, the Israelites. But to our enemies, it, it they to an enemy of God is is still a meek and gentle word, but it's like a rough and harsh word to them. You understand what I'm saying? So so we have to understand that that that's what makes the word so per- personable to us. You see, because we, we are to look at the word like it's meek and gentle for us. Okay. Okay. Keep going.
1: Who in presence presence
0: and base among you. Okay. So what, 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 uh, what he's saying here is, uh, that, uh, you know, he's humble. He's just as he's just he's on just as low of a state as anybody else in Israel. So in other words, if I'm in captivity with you, I'm in bondage with you in this captivity. I'm not above you, unlike unlike all the other so-called pastors and bishops that's in these other uh, faiths like Christianity and. And Islam and all these other uh, different, you know, uh, religions, okay, false religions, they make themselves, they put themselves up above everybody. You see what I'm saying? So it turns out to be like an idol worship type of thing. You want to worship in your leader. Like in a lot of lot of, lot of, the Christian um, churches, you will find they, they, the, 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 mainly the women. And now the men are starting to follow it more so my pastor this my bishop that my pastor this my pastor that and and it's always that one man that they're setting up above everybody they they they, my pastor said i can't go and visit no other church my pastor said i shouldn't listen to this my pastor said it's never thus saith the lord you see, and that's what we need to get back to. That's 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 another way that we've been brainwashed, Israel. That's another the way that we've been uh, deceived. Amen. So we we we're deceived, and then we, we turn around and we 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 repeat the deceptions to other people. Okay. All right. Keep going. But being absent and bold toward you. Okay. So so he's saying. Um, even though I'm absent, I'm still bold concerning you because you are my mission. You see? Just like this family that the Lord has given us. This family is our mission. It's our first mission. And if we fail this mission, we'll fail all, that, all other missions. If we can't if we can't come together as a family in Christ and do our position like we're supposed to do in this family in christ we can't prosper in anything else that we do we learn how to do other things and prosper in other things because we learned certain things in the family and we prospered in those things in the family so therefore we could go out and we could start a business we could go out and we could uh, uh be in a job and 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 get up to the management position and, and run someone else's uh, operation because we ran the operation of the family you see what I'm saying so many things are taught through the family structure so many things are taught through the family structure but if, if if we don't if we feel like the family is an insignificant unit we're not going to prosper very much in society okay and we're definitely not going to prosper in the most high okay in his words, Okay Alright let's, let's continue on Verse 2 But
1: I beseech you That I may not be bold When I am present with that confidence
0: Somebody give me Proverbs 28 and 1 And then somebody give me Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes 8 and 1 So Proverbs uh, Proverbs eight uh, twenty-eight and 1 First, Wherewith
1: I think to be bold Against some Which think of us as if we walked according to the flesh. Mm-hmm. Read that one more time. Verse 2.
0: But I beseech you. Okay, so in other words, Paul is saying, I invite you. To beseech means to invite. Okay, come on. That
1: I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence. Mm-hmm. See, he
0: he said, When I when you do finally see me, I'm praying uh, that I may not be bold when I am present with with that confidence. So he still wants to be humble, even in their presence. You see what I'm saying? Because the Bible said, when a man thinketh that stand, take let him take heed, lest he fall. You see? Come on. Wherewith I think to be bold against some.
1: Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that he came to rebuke. Okay, come on. Which think of us, as if we walked according to the flesh. See that?
0: So it was people in the church that thought that Paul and those that supported Paul was walking according to the flesh. Okay. And why would they think that? They they thought that way because they were not in the spirit. You can't think opposite of something unless you're in the opposite. You see, if if you come to truly help me to do drywall, right? You're not going to be looking and critiquing me and and, and watching how I'm doing my drywall if you came to really help me. You're not going to come and critique the way I do drywall and say, well, it don't look like he can really do drywall, so therefore, shoot, I'm uh, I'm probably wasting my time. No, you're going to be prepared to help me like it was was was, uh, initially intended. You understand what I'm saying? So um, we have to come with the right intents in our spirits, which is our mind or our heart. We gotta come willing to help the cause and not to hurt the cause, okay? All right, keep going. Verse three, hold on. Did you read all of that? Oh, we gotta go to Proverbs, read that one more time then we're going to Proverbs 28 and one.
1: Verse two, but I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence. Wherewith I think to be bold against some, which think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. Now let's go to Proverbs twenty eight one.
0: Then you give me Ecclesiastes eight and one. Remember
2: that distance now. Proverbs chapter twenty-eight verse one. Mm-hmm. The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are
0: bold as a lion. See, the righteous are bold as a lion that's the reason you know why you know why the righteous are bold as a lion because they're sure that what they're saying is the truth that's why you know just that's why i was getting on uh the member earlier about saying amen where everybody can hear it you know if you really agree with this thing or if you're not having any doubts in your mind say amen you know what i'm saying it's only the, it's only i'm on the, the truth is only being prayed according to the scripture Okay, that's why we said we supposed to pray according to the scriptures so people won't have no doubts of whether or not they should say amen or not. That's why, okay? Give me Ecclesiastes 8 1 to give me Mark 15 and 43. Ain't no lion walking around the jungle going like this. Now they lion you know, because he wanted everybody to know I'm the king around here. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no doubts. Anybody got any doubts, step to the plate. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Ecclesiastes 8 and 1.
1: Mm-hmm. Who is as the wise man? And who knoweth the interpretation of a thing? Mark, give me Mark 15 and 43. A man's wisdom maketh his face to shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. Mm-hmm.
0: See that? A man's, a man's wisdom maketh his face to shine, You see? And the boldness changes. You see? So, wisdom is the power of the Most High. You can rest assured in the Most High's power. He's not a man that he should lie. He's not the Son of Man that he should repent. So, if you're repeating the things that he, if you're repeating his promises to people, if you're reciting his promises in the ears of people, you can be bold about it. Come on. Give me John uh, 7 and 26. You want, I want Mark 15 and 43 from you.
2: Mark 15, 43.
0: Uh, a little bit, back off there a little bit for I me. Mean.
2: Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came and went in boldly unto Pilate and craved the body of Jesus.
0: See? So he knew that that was the Messiah. So therefore, see, we have to know that we know that we know. You see? Because knowledge, the, the real knowledge, is real power. You can have a false sense of knowledge. There's all kind of knowledge being put out every day by men. Men are writing books daily. Men are making movies daily. But it's not necessarily solid foundational knowledge. So therefore, you can't be bold in these types of things. Only thing we can be sure to be bold in is, Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith Yahweh, through Yahweh shine. Okay? Now, what do you have there? John 7 and 26. Okay, and then give me Acts 4 and 13. Come on. John 7 and 26.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But lo, he speaketh boldly, and they say nothing unto him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So even the Messiah, and he's our example. You see, when we speak, it's just like when we out out on the field and you guys are reading scriptures, I want you to read them loud as you can. You understand what I'm saying? Especially if we have like a big crowd. If we got like a small group of people, then you read accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Take it down notches too. But if you got like a big crowd of people, then you read it loud. You see what I'm saying? Um, Okay, so what was it? Read that one more time. John 7 and 26. Uh Uh-huh. Below,
1: he speaketh boldly they say nothing unto him so the messiah was our example
0: acts 4 and 13 what does that say acts chapter
2: 4 verse 13 i'm gonna tell you something else that that that
0: that, um, helps you when you speak boldly people leave you alone because they know that you know that you know if you come out there they 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 know that you're doubting something about what you're saying and therefore all the devils begin to come around and wait their turn to talk to you to get into your spirit you see but if you speak in in bold and you have a bold expression on your face they don't have to mess with you you see because you're going to expose who they are if, if, if they do you see and they're afraid of being exposed that's one thing about the devil he is afraid of being exposed for being a devil that's the reason why he's scared of the bold in the Lord. You see? Okay, give me um Acts 4 and 13, was it? Yes. Okay, and then give me Acts 4, 29 through 31.
2: Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Uh-huh. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, mm-hmm. and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, uh-huh. they marveled, and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus see
0: what I want you to see here you done?
2: Yeah.
0: what I want you to see here is that these men did not have a diploma or a degree these men were not some of the most renowned men in the community concerning intellect concerning money okay they didn't have fancy cars they didn't have a meal a mill in the bank read
2: that again now when they saw the boldness of peter and john and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with jesus
0: see they knew that these men were not the smartest worldly wise as the rest of the people you see, these are simple men. Okay, but they knew that something had changed. You see, and that difference was that they had, they knew the Messiah. They were living out the laws, statutes, and commandments that were revealed to them from the Messiah. They were living their lives based on uh, how it would please the Messiah, the Mashiach. You see what I'm saying? That's what made the difference. But, but if you notice they did say they were unlearned men that's how they were perceived by the scribes and the Pharisees hypocrites you see but they was afraid of them unlearned men see so it's, 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 a, it's a saying that goes uh, it's not, what, not who you know it's not what you know it's who you know <laughs> now I'm almost tempted to believe it. that's where they got that from that scripture right there They knew the Messiah And that's all that mattered You see, that's all all that mattered to the devils That you knew, they knew the Messiah And they knew to back off You know Okay, come on uh, Give me, uh, was that Acts 4, 29-31? Okay, give me Acts 4, 29-31 And then give me Acts 9 and 27 Acts 4, 29-31
1: Mm-hmm and now lord behold their threatenings and grant
0: unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word see so this is what was happening when they was out in the field It was people threatening to kill them it was people threatening to call the uh, call the roman centurions which they would be considered the p- police okay it was people threatening to um uh come back with a gun you know i've had all this stuff that happened to me when i was on the bus you know what I'm saying I, I told him I'll be here I got, I got I'll be here till 430 you know what I'm saying me and the Lord you know let's see I was still thinking Christianity then but I was trying to live Christianity you see if the Lord gives you he gives you he gives you he is with you based on the faithfulness to what you truly believe he's with you long as this it, long as it's in the lines of his word he's with you if you truly trying to live that thing he's with you even though i was in christianity and i told him boldly i'll be here me and the lord you know what i'm saying To 4 30 so if you you think you want to come back i even had one guy to say nigga i ought to pop you i said nigga the lord is gonna pop you if you don't back off you know what i'm saying so you gotta know how to come back and what to say You know, in order to um, get your enemy to back down, cause he gonna come at you. He gonna come at you. But as we're going to see, we're gonna we're gonna uh, find out how we're supposed to fight our enemies. Okay, come on.
1: Verse thirty. By stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken. Where they were assembled together And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost mm-hmm.
0: And they spake the word of God with boldness mm-hmm. So they were filled with the word of God In Christianity See, it, read that last portion again I want you to get this
2: and they, See, see, in Christianity They,
0: they, they teach that the, the Holy Spirit Is some some holy spirit A spirit that's floating around and, and it goes around the congregation And it gets in who it wants to <laughs> Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah See that the devil is a damn liar See, the, I, was, I was in that You know, and I ain't gonna lie They had their fun and made a fool out of me To a certain degree, okay Because I followed that doctrine, okay But read it, because it's gonna tell you right here in the scripture What the Holy Spirit is, come on And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost They were all spirit filled with the Holy Ghost Which is the same as Holy Spirit And And they spake the word of God As a result of them being filled with the word of God, they were able to do what? And they spake the word of God. See? That's what the Holy Ghost is. It is being filled with the word of God. Come on. With boldness. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. With boldness. And what made them bold about it? They knew the word of God. You see? is plain as day. Okay. All right. Let's move on to verse 3. Let's move on to verse 3. But read verse 2 for a
1: refresher again. Verse 2. Mm-hmm. But I beseech you that I may not be bold when I am present with that confidence mm-hmm. wherewith I think to be bold against some which think of us as if we walk according to the flesh. Okay.
0: For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Okay, so what he meant by though we walk in the flesh is not not given the fruits of the flesh, which are corrupt. He meant though we are fleshly beings, though we reside in this fallen world. You see what I'm saying? That's what Paul meant. Okay. Uh, so, uh, when we run our mouths with no understanding, we set ourselves up for failure. Um, give me Ecclesiastes 5 and 6. Ecclesiastes 5 and 6. Now, this is base, this is piggybacking off, this is is to give us further understanding on what Paul was saying here in this verse. If you'll go back and read it again one more time after you get that. Ecclesiastes five and six. Mhm. Uh, be, be on standby. Uh, 2 Corinthians um ten and three. What did I say again? 2 Corinthians ten
1: and three. Mhm. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh.
0: Okay. All right. So let's see what when we run our mouths without understanding, and the Most High has given us. Uh, what we, all the tools we need to get understanding before we run our mouths, okay? Let's, um, let's see uh, what, what happens here. Ecclesiastes 5 and 6, what does that say? Ecclesiastes 5 and 6
1: Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin Neither say thou before the angel that it was an error there, Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thine
0: hands? See, so so we can't say that the Lord knew our heart, okay? or the Lord will forgive us because the scripture here is telling us. And see right here, a lot of people should repent right here, because this is this is giving you the perfect doorway to go and repent for a lot of things that we said out of our mouths that we should not have even spoken in the first place before we went to the Bible and got understanding. You see what I'm saying? Because we can say the Lord know our heart, but yeah, the heart, the Bible tells us about what the heart is. It's, 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 it's desperately wicked. Who can know it? So once we found out that scripture, we should have repented from even saying the Lord know our hearts. You see, the scriptures are there for us to repent. Once it reproves us and some we thought was thought uh, and we thought wrong about it, it's time for us to go and repent. Say, Lord, I realize now that even though um, I didn't do this back then or I didn't know that back then, I was in sin by even speaking or saying anything, whether it was ignorantly, whether presumptuous, whatever it was. I was ignorant and I did it in ignorance, but I still have to repent because what does that say again there? Ecclesiastes 5 and 6. Uh-huh.
1: Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Mm-hmm. Neither say thou before the angel
0: that it was an error see neither, neither say thou before the recorder of all of what you do on this earth it was an error because the bible says out of the heart proceedeth what the issues of life right so whatever we're going through it comes out of our heart out of our minds you see what I'm saying that thing that was there all along lying dormant and the lord sent the perfect situation to bring it out Whether it was hatred, murder, whatever it was. It was always there. You see? And all the Lord did was send a perfect situation to expose it so that you would see you a filthy wretch and that you need to repent. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of times if if nothing is exposed, we don't feel like we got to repent. Okay? So uh, let's get that reminder to the children. Ecclesiastes 11 and 10. What does that say? Ecclesiastes 11 and 10. And didn't give me uh, a warning to book readers. Ecclesiastes 12 and 12.
2: Ecclesiastes 11 and 10. Mm-hmm. Therefore, remove sorrow from thy heart, and put away evil from thy flesh. For childhood and youth are vanity.
0: See? So a lot of things that we... Would like to experience as children, the Bible says it's all vanity. So don't 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 even be concerned about them things. Be concerned about learning the Mashiach, the Messiah, through his word. Amen. Amen. Uh, we're learning what is pleasing unto him. Because these are the only things that's gonna last. These are the only things that's gonna bring you into the coming kingdom of rulership. Amen. All the all else is vanity. All else is vanity. You go you guys are gonna have so many things that y'all can do in the coming kingdom. This kingdom is not even gonna be remembered. Um, okay, so let's let's um let's get that warning to book readers, those that's always reading uh, men's books, whatever they might come to. Our main primary book needs to be the word of the most high. Okay, we know that the Apocrypha is also a part of that. Okay, but those need to be our primary readings. Okay? Come on. Ecclesiastes
1: 12 and 12. hmm And further, by these, my son. Be admonished of making many books; there is no end,
0: and much study is a weariness of the flesh. That's the reason why, because it's a weariness of the flesh, because you're it getting all these different commentaries on this, commentaries on that. A lot of these people are in their flesh when they comment commenting on something. They're in their flesh. There's people out there that the made commentaries that Jesus married to uh, married to Mary. You know, so I mean, you you gotta understand that um a lot of this crap these commentaries and then even love books all passion books all this bull crap is getting us caught up in the lust of our flesh get taking us away with the the the, the innermost desires that we really need like like jesus told martha 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 you're, you're carried away with things that don't even matter but the needful things you're not focusing on okay um okay let's go on to verse 4 Verse
1: 4 For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal mm-hmm. but mighty
0: through God to the pulling down of strongholds Okay, hold it right there So somebody give me Romans 8, 1-13 through 13. And then somebody give me Galatians 5, 19-21 You know, I've had this struggle in me for a while because I really hadn't got a chance to really, you know, study about it Well, I did, but I guess I was you know, studying about other things that I think I felt at the time took precedence. Well, um, now I've come to come to the realization that um, the Most High does not want us purchasing weapons. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I I was in, I was back and forth over with it. I started out, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, gonna no that's how i started out I'm not gonna purchase no even when i was in christianity i'm not gonna purchase no weapon that's not the will of the most high and i based one scripture on my choice Well, i said well I, i'm gonna have to study the scriptures in order to really really get this to bring this home for people who really feel strongly they need to get away okay if they're uh israel okay so uh and you know the scripture that i, I um i uh that, that helped me That actually convinced me It was just one scripture And that wasn't enough But it didn't convince me um, And I'm a soldier I know how to handle weapons I've been in weapons training Okay Op uh, 4 Academy I've been through that Okay Opposing forces Weapons Okay Okay so basically um, So the scripture that I used was um, Peter uh, Take up thy sword for for they that live by the sword Should also perish by the sword, and that's a good scripture. Well, y'all yeah, know what that's. You know, y'all know what that means. Uh, we'll be back shortly. <laughs>